and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning and welcome to church. Uh, Once again, online, a little different to normal, but we are so excited to be meeting with you right there in your living room, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, maybe you're busy in your garage, uh, but you're busy watching with us. And uh, just so excited to be able to still do church together, uh, even if it is through a a lens and a screen on your side. we are excited about this morning and we're, we're excited about what God wants to do in our lives during this time uh, and ultimately what he wants to do through our lives in the time to come. Before we get started this morning, I just want to say that if you have kids with you, uh, we have a lesson online for them that you can do with them. Uh, just click on the link below and it'll take you right there. Uh, so have fun with them. Uh, We're going to get started, but before we get started, let's just pray together. Father God, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I thank you that that this morning we can really just come and connect to your heart, Lord. Lord, I thank you that where we are right now doesn't catch you by surprise. But Father God, that you are in this moment with us, Lord. That you never leave us, that you never forsake us, Lord. But Father God, that you feel our hurt, that you feel our pain, Lord that you, you, you feel our delight, you feel our joy. Lord, you feel our uncertainty. And Father God, that ultimately we can bring all these things to you, knowing that you care for us. So this morning, Lord, as we just connect to your word, I thank you that you will come and speak your truth into our lives, Lord, that you'll bring hope to these hearts, Lord. And Father God, that we can just commit ourselves to you afresh this morning, and we pray it all. In Jesus' name, amen. So, due to COVID-19, which isn't just affecting us here in South Africa, but affecting everyone around the world, uh, here in our nation of South Africa, we have just entered into lockdown um, for a 21-day period. Now, as you're watching this online this morning, uh, we've got 19 days left. We're about two days in. Um, but during this time, it's, 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 I think it's quite a, it's, it's a tricky time because none of us have really ever experienced this. None of us have ever really been in this sort of situation. So it is quite tricky. Um, and I can remember as the president was making the announcement, I kind of had a flashback of a couple of years ago, uh, here in South Africa, we were faced with a, with a devastating drought. And as we were faced with this devastating drought, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who's, who's also a pastor, and he, and, and he has a, a lot of farmers in his community. And in a conversation with, with one of these farmers in his, in his congregation, um, the farmer was relaying his own story to this friend of mine, and he was just saying, you know, he was riding down the road and um, on his farm, and as he's driving, he's looking at all these empty dams because of the drought. 
And as he's looking at the, at the, at the dams he, that, that are empty, he's just like freaking out inside of him and he's just speaking to God and he's just being honest with God and he's just like, Lord, look at all these empty dams. I mean, you know, rain is, is something that's in your hands. You, you have the power to fill these dams. Why aren't you filling these dams? And, and he was really looking at this as a curse. And, um, and in the moment, he just said, he, he really just felt like God stopped his heart in a good way, and, and really just say, stop looking at, at the empty dams as a curse. There is only one time, there is only one set of circumstances in the life of a dam in which you can repair a dam. There is only one set of circumstances in which you can enlarge a dam, and that is when the dam is empty. And he said in that moment, he repented and he just said, sorry, Lord, I get it. I get it. And he repented and, and, and he said he stopped looking at his empty dams on his farm as, as a curse, but he started looking at his empty dams as, as, as an opportunity, as a gift, as a blessing, a moment in time where he could do what was needed, a moment in time where he could, where he could repair what needed to be repaired, where he could enlarge and get ready for even more rain to come. And as I say, on, on, on Monday night, as, as the, the president had made his speech, that was really just the, 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 the story that, that kind of came up in my mind and I started remembering it and I was just like, man, so often we look at these moments and, and we got these 21 days and, and we look at it as this emptiness. We see it as this void. We see it as this, this space of empty time. And, and so many of us are, are already frustrated and, and we're already thinking, man, how am I going to survive 21 days? When in truth, you and I have really been given an opportunity. We've been given a, a, a moment in time where we can repair in our lives what needs to be repaired. We can, we can ask God to come and enlarge the areas of our lives that he needs to be enlarged for the times that are coming and, and for how he wants to use us in the future. And, and when I think of that, ladies and gentlemen, I, man, I get excited. I get excited when I think of that. I legitimately do. Because, again, as I was sitting right there in my, in my living room watching the speech, and, and, and I, I have this thought of these empty dams, and as I'm thinking about these empty dams, Again, I just have these words resonating inside of me. Now, I know we're, we're kind of in silly season when it comes to social media. Every, every person with a camera is, is kind of standing in front of the camera and, 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 and saying, God says, and, and I'm not going to do that to you today. I, I, I get nervous in those moments. Um, and I want to encourage you, if anyone gets up in front of a camera right now and says, God says, Trust the Holy Spirit of God inside of you. Trust God in you. And, and, and filter what that person's saying through his word and, and through his spirit in you. But as I was sitting 
on my couch that night, I just, like I say, I had these words resonating inside of my, my own heart. And, and, and it was just, again, God, God speaking to, to the psalmist in, 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 in Psalm 46 verse 10, where he says, be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know that I'm God. And as I thought of the story of the empty dams, and, and as this word was just kind of, yeah, doing laps around my heart, I couldn't help but just feel like God had pushed pause on life, had just, had just kind of gone, here is an opportunity. Here is a moment in time. Here is a moment in your life that you get to just stop. Where, where, where you really just, just get to be still and know that he's God. What an opportunity. And, and my prayer for you and my prayer for me is that we would stop and, and really seize this moment and, and, and make use of this opportunity. You see, I know there are a lot of you right now who've got all these plans for the 21 days that, that we've been given. Um, you know, let's be honest. Wives are always connecting with their husbands and saying, man, you know, if only you would hang this for me here. And if, if only you would fix that for me over there. And what's the, gentlemen, what's the, um, the regular response? Babe, I just don't have time right now. And right now she's busy elbowing you in the ribs and saying to you, well, guess what you have now? You got time. So, so I know that there are a lot of plans of renovations going on all over our nation, all over the world. Uh, we've been confined to our yards for 21 days. That's it. So let's utilize this time to, to do all sorts of renovations. And that's great. I've got no problem with that. I've got a whole list myself. But far more important than renovating our homes I believe that in this moment, we need to, we need to really just pay attention to what, what God is, is speaking to us on through the psalmist here, what, 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 what his heart's communicating to ours when, when he's really saying, be still, stop, be still and know that I'm God. Right now is this opportunity for us to not just do renovations in our home, but to re- do renovations in our lives. Now, my my father-in-law is a um, he's a building contractor, and I've 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 seen him do some some renovations. I've seen him build some stuff, and it's it's always remarkable to me to see what what is possible. But if there's something that I've come to know about renovations, is that whenever you're doing renovations, you have to be smart about it. Um, I mean, Scripture even says to us. I believe it was Jesus speaking, and he, and, and he says he says. You know, when you're about to build, no one goes into a building project and, and, and doesn't first count the cost. He doesn't first stop and see, hey, what's this going to cost me? Because somewhere along the line, I don't want to run out of resources. So we, we need to be smart whenever we're renovating. And when it comes to our own lives and allowing God to come during this time and just do some renovation, we need to 
be smart about the renovation that we're going into. What do I mean by being smart? This, this, this morning, I really just want to drop an acronym with you. S-M-A-R-T, smart. See, when, when, when we allow God in and, and really just ask him to come and do that renovation in our lives, the first thing that we need to do is that through the process, we need to be led by his spirit, S, spirit. But here's something that I know from my own life, from, from my own experience, is that it's very hard for me to be led by his spirit when I'm not connecting with his spirit. It's very hard for me to hear his spirit speaking in my life when I'm not connecting with his spirit. So in order to be led by his spirit, we first need to be connecting to his spirit. Now, again, we've been gifted with, with, the, with the opportunity, with the gift of time. And research shows us that, that in order to break a habit, it takes about 21 days. And in order to form a new habit, it takes about 21 days. Don't you find that remarkable? 21 days is exactly what we've been given. Now, you may be saying, Ramon, we're 19 days left. We're, we're two days in. We've only got 19 days left. That's fine. Here's my, my, my plea to you. Use these 19 days to build a good habit of meeting with God and connecting with His Spirit every morning so that you can be led by his spirit. And then take two more days after that. Let's take this time that's been gifted to us and build in a habit of connecting with God, connecting with his Holy Spirit so that we can be led by his spirit. That's the S. Next up, we we have the M. What does the M stand for? The M stands for mature. The, the, the M stands for mature. Now, there has, n- I feel like this is probably one of the greatest moments, at least in our generation, where, where we are so desperately in need of mature followers of Jesus. So desperately in need of mature followers of Jesus. What is, what does it mean to be a mature follower of Jesus? To be a mature follower of Jesus means that I'm able to, to see past my own emotion, to see past my own fear, to see past my own uncertainty, and to look at life, to look at my circumstances, to look at everything that's going on around me, and to see it through God's point of view. That's what it means to be mature in Him. But this doesn't happen overnight. No, I've got to connect with his spirit. I need to be led by his spirit. And as I connect to his spirit, and as I'm led by his spirit, he starts to mature me in life. Maturity speaks about being seasoned in life. Right now, I want to, I want to encourage you. God is busy seasoning you in a time of crisis. God is busy seasoning you in what's going on around us. Don't kick against it. Embrace it. Let him season you during this time. Connect to his Holy Spirit. Connect with God daily. 
Let him mature you. Let him mature you as he leads you through this process so that ultimately you can start seeing life from his point of view. So that's the S. That's the M. Next up is the A. The A stands for active. That, that as we allow God to, to renovate us through this time, we need to remain active. The first point in active is just very practical. We need to remain active. If you're in lockdown for 21 days and, and you're planning on, on kind of sleeping till 10.30 in the morning and you know, kind of rolling out of bed in your pajamas and, and just going and crashing on the couch and binge watching Netflix for the remainder of your day until some crazy hour of the morning and then getting a little bit of sleep again and just eating badly. And, and if that's kind of what your lockdown looks like at this stage, that is a one-way ticket into depression. Right now, you don't need that. So when we talk about being active, I mean physically, we need to get active. We need to get up off the couch. We need to set routines in place. We need to wake up in the morning with a purpose. We need to, to, to get up, meet with Jesus. Meet with Jesus straight off the bat. Once you've met with Jesus, once you've really connected to his spirit and just, and just found his heart for your life for the day and for the days to come, then get up and make your bed. <laughs> just be purposeful. Make your bed. Maybe you're a breakfast after making your bed. Maybe you're a, maybe you're a showering kind of person after you've made your bed. I'm a shower after, you know, shower, then breakfast. That, that's just the way I like to, to do it. But whatever you do, be purposeful. Have a schedule. Stick to it. Set things in place that you as a family do together. Man, play games together. Families watching at home right now, play games together. Maybe you got cards or board games or, or whatever it may be. Um, set time aside to sit at the dinner table together and, and have actual dinner together. Uh, to meet in that space with the TV off and just real conversation. Um, do whatever you need to, but, but, but be purposeful in, in what you do during the day. So, so be active. The second part of, of this being active part is last week we spoke about, about um, 2 Timothy 1 and verse, verse 6, I believe, where, where, where Paul speaks to Timothy and he says, and he says, God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And within that, we spoke about, about being, recognizing the power that we have in prayer. So, so praying powerfully and, and being active in our love for others. So when we talk about, about this thing of smart and being active, uh, we need to be active in powerful prayer right now. There are people around you who need it. The world around us needs it. I thank God for the fact that we could gather together earlier on this week and pray for our nation, pray for what's going on. We need to be active in powerful prayer. We also need to be active in loving the people around us. You may be saying, but Ramon, you know, I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of in lockdown. You know, I, I can't really reach the people around me right now. 
Well, here's the deal, folks. We, we may be busy with social distancing. We may be in lockdown. We may not be physically able to get to each other. But you have a phone. You have email. And I want to encourage you. Connect with people. Connect with people. Drop a text. Drop a WhatsApp. Engage with people. Let them know that they are loved. Let them know that they cared for. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Let them know that they are precious and valuable to someone. Right now, that is probably one of the most loving things that we can do to the people around us and for the people around us. So we need to remain active. Next up is the R. And the R just stands for relevant. That we need to be relevant during this time. How do I become relevant to my community? I need to say this straight off the bat, is that I love Scripture. I love Scripture. I believe that, 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 that Scripture is, is, is alive and active in our lives when, when we get into it and when we apply it. Um, something that I struggle with during these times is how we just throw these Christianese cliches all over the show that are so hollow, so empty, and don't mean anything in people's lives. You know how scripture becomes real? You know, you, you know how these, how, how, how speaking into someone's life becomes relevant? How your life becomes relevant in another person? It comes back to that thing of powerful prayer. A, a Bible school lecturer of mine, he always used to say to us, don't talk to people about God until you've spoken to God about his people. Don't talk to people about God until you've spoken to God about the people. If you want to be relevant in someone's life, take the time. Before you text, before you phone, before you engage with anyone, speak to God about the person. And when we connected with his spirit, when we're connecting with him daily, when we're allowing him to just mature us in, in, and season us in this life through his spirit, when we are active in that powerful prayer and, and active in our, our love toward folk and speaking to God about the person before we're speaking to the person about God, it's in those moments that our lives become real. It's when our lives become relevant to the community around us. And I believe that that is the life that God has asked you and that God has asked me to live in these moments. So it's S-M-A-R and the T stands for truth. The T stands for truth. I want to say this to you. Right now, social media is blowing up. The media is blowing up. And there's so much that's being said out in, 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 in the public space right now that is fear-driven but based on lies. There's no truth in it. And somewhere along the line, it comes out that there was no truth in it, but we've already believed it and reposted it and sent it on, and all we've done is perpetuated the fear. I so want to encourage you that if anything comes your way, 
and it messes with your heart. It, it sends doubt and it, 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 it sends your heart into a tailspin. Please feel free to fact check it. In fact, fact check it before you send anything on, repost anything. I, I want to encourage you, be slow to repost. Preferably don't repost. But during these times, I believe that we need to connect to truth. We need to connect to truth. And we need to take anything that comes our way and filter it through the truth of who Jesus is in our lives and in our world. You see, Jesus said to us in John 14 and verse 6, he said, he said I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. So when we're wanting to, to, to filter things through truth, we need to take it, bring it back to Jesus and filter it through him. Filter it through the word of God. You see, right now, life is in chaos for most people. Right now, life is, is so uncertain for so many people. And in order for, for, for life to find life again and, and meaning for a lot of people, the world around us is just so desperate for truth because most folks don't know which way to go right now. And here's the, here's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, that when we connect to God's spirit, when we meet with him daily and allow him to mature us, and when we, when we get active in powerful prayer for the people around us and, and active in loving them the way that he wants us to love them. We become relevant in their lives with his truth. And as we have that open door to then speak that truth into folks' lives, and, and maybe today you're listening and, and you're not a Jesus follower, but you need that truth, then I wanna, I wanna really just, I, I wanna plead with you. Now, while you're in lockdown, connect with God. You've got nothing to lose. You've got everything to gain. Right now, just, just push aside the doubt for a moment and engage with Jesus. Engage with God as if he is who he says he is. Give him that space. Give him that moment. If you do not have a Bible, go into your app store. There's something called version. You version, it's just a Bible app. I commend Craig Rochelle and his church and his elders and his leaders for, for choosing to make it free to all of us. So go and, and, and grab hold of, of the version app. Start engaging with those daily devotionals. Start engaging with the word of God. And, and before you do, just sit there and just say, Jesus, will you come and speak your truth into my life? Will you come and speak your truth into my life? And watch what he can do. Watch what he can do. So we need to allow God to speak his truth. If you are a Jesus follower, allow God to speak his truth through you. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if we call ourselves Christ followers, if we call ourselves Jesus followers during this time, then you are a tool in the hand of God then right now you are a tool in the hand of God. I, I, I 
put this out at the, at the start of this week uh, in, a, in a little video on Facebook, but, but I, I just want to repeat it again right here, right now. I loved what Mother Teresa said. Mother Teresa said this. She said, I'm a little pencil in the hand of a writing God who is sending a love letter to the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the most incredible opportunity to be God's love letter to the world around us. Isn't that incredible? You see, I don't believe that you were born for, to, to, to be alive in this moment by accident. I just happen to believe that you are here on purpose. I believe that you are here for a purpose. And I believe that you are here for his purpose. There is no greater time to be alive than right now. If ever there was a relevant hashtag for the, the time that we are in right now, for, for those of you who are engaging in hashtags, I believe the best hashtag that we could be pushing right now is for such a time as this. Because ladies and gentlemen, you and I were born for such a time as this. To not perpetuate fear, but to be a voice of hope to, to, to a world in chaos. And that excites me. That really excites me. I, I want to take a moment here and just thank all our people who are in essential services right now. If you're a policeman, if you're a nurse, if you're in healthcare, doctors, if there's some form of essential services that I've missed right now, thank you for what you're doing in our nation, all around our nation. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing all around the world. You're on the front line. You were born for such a time as this. If you're sitting in your living room right now and thinking, man, I'm not on the front line, what can I do? Let's be powerful in prayer. Let's be active in, in connecting with people on our phones, in, in, in connecting with folks on, on, on social media and, and, and being that voice of hope to hearts that so desperately need it. Let's be that love letter from God to the world around us. You were born for such a time as this. As we, as we kind of draw this to a close this morning, I want to say this to you that just on a practical level, there are three things that I just want to drop with you very quickly. Number one is have a daily routine. We spoke about it earlier. Wake up with a purpose. Don't slip into depression. Wake up, brush your teeth, make your bed, shower, get dressed, have breakfast, have stuff planned. Be purposeful with your life right now. Secondly, have grace for your housemates. <laughs> we're all confined. We're all confined. We're, we're all in a space where we, where, where, where we can be irritated, but at the same time where we can be irritating. You're going to need grace. Extend grace in this time. Love each other at the moment. And then thirdly, and very importantly, don't make permanent decisions in times of crisis. Don't make permanent decisions right now in a time of crisis. Don't make permanent decisions based on temporary problems. I want to say this to you. This too will pass. If you need help right now, if you need prayer, if you need someone to just connect with us, reach out to us. Reach out to us on, on, on Facebook at Bikers Church Midrand. Uh, same on Instagram. 
Um, you can reach out to us on this platform that you're busy watching on right now. But reach out to us and let us connect with you. Let us pray with you. Let us see how we can walk this road with you. Don't be quiet. If, if you're struggling with fear right now, I want to say this to you, that, that, that God made it clear that, that perfect love casts out all fear. Let's go and connect with that perfect love every single day. In Matthew 6, Jesus said, he, 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 he said, how can I add one more day to my life by, by worrying? I can't. He said, look at the birds of the, of, the, of the air. Look at the grass of the field. I take care of them. And I love you even more. And how much more won't I take care of you? Right now, stop. If you, if you grip up your stop, be still and know that God is who he says he is. Know that you're not alone. You have people around you who care for you, who love you. We're all doing this together. I want to say this. Allow him to renovate your life from the inside out. Right now, trust him with your future because you can. Be smart during these times as you allow God to renovate your life. Father God, we thank you for the incredible privilege to just be able to meet like this, even if it's in such an unorthodox manner. But Father God, I thank you for what you want to do in people's lives during this time. Thank you for what you want to do in my life, Lord, during this time. Lord, I thank you that as we have this time gifted to us, Lord, I thank you that we will stop, Lord, that we will be still, that we will know that you are God. Lord, that we will give you the time that you need to come and build into us what you need to build into us, Lord. Father God, I thank you that we will connect with your spirit. I thank you that you will, that we will allow you to mature us during this time, Lord. I thank you that we will remain active in powerful prayer and active in loving one another, Lord. Lord, that you will, as a result, make us relevant to the people around us. Father God, as we connect to your truth for our lives and connect to your truth for the lives of folks around us, that we were born for such a time as this to be your voice of hope and your hope to the world around us. We love you. Here are our lives. Do with them as you please. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. We will meet right back here next week. We're looking forward to it. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to connect with the folks around you and just be their voice of hope to them. We love you. Have a great week. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.